In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. When do we normally say thank you? Among the times that immediately come to mind, or perhaps after we've been given a gift, or at the completion of an event or a transaction, or someone has maybe provided you a service. On occasion, we might perhaps remember to say thank you to someone who is in the midst of trying to help us with a particular issue. It is this latter kind of what I call gratitude in progress that our passages can help us think through today. Both the leper in the gospel and Paul in his letter to Timothy help us to be mindful of being aware and grateful for God's ongoing work in our lives and in the lives of others, and to be thankful for it. Many of you are probably familiar with this parable of the lepers. We rightly and regularly preach on this, holding up the leper as a model for us as the one who remembers to give thanks. But what I want to highlight today and make sure that we don't miss is the circumstances in which he is grateful. When the lepers first encounter Jesus in our passage, they are standing afar off. Their skin condition has relegated them to be outside of the village, not in the life of the community. And they call out to Jesus for mercy. This encounter is a little different than how we often see Jesus in healing people. We see him tell the lame man to stand and walk. We see him lay hands on the blind man's eyes with either spittle or mud and open them for healing. We see him tell the young man who's lying dead in a funeral bier to rise. He's actively involved, often with touch. Here, he simply says, go see the priests. Indeed, under the law, it would have been the priest's responsibility to declare whether someone had a skin condition such as leprosy or not, or whether they were clean. But pay attention to the next line. As they went, they were cleansed the healing that they received was not immediate. It was as they journeyed on their way. One of them notices. One of them stops. And before he ever gets the official okay, the official you are cleansed from the priest, he comes to Jesus and says, thank you. He falls at his feet in worship. He doesn't do this from afar. He comes right to Jesus' feet thanking him. He still, after this, will need to go see the priest to be declared to be cleansed. But he stops in process. Gratitude in progress. In the midst. And in consideration of his faith, of his gratitude, Jesus says, your faith has made you whole. Which is perhaps better translated, your faith has saved you. The verb there is the verb for salvation. He receives not only physical but spiritual healing. 
Paul's condition is perhaps at least as challenging. As he writes his letter to Timothy, Paul is once again in prison. Imprisoned, as he said, as an evildoer or a criminal for the sake of the gospel. Wrongfully accused, likely. Despite his suffering, Paul is not complaining. Rather, in a way, he expresses glory and gratefulness to God. Recognizing that even if he should die in that cell, he will then be with Jesus, and that matters more than it all. The salvation that comes through the gospel of Christ enables Paul to endure any circumstance. Indeed, he says, I will willingly endure all things so that others might obtain the salvation which is in Christ. If I and my suffering can be a vehicle of God's salvation to others, I will do it through how I suffer. He is in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, but God's rod and staff of salvation comfort him and give him strength to keep sharing the gospel, to keep sharing that God forgives our sins through Jesus and restores us to him. That is an attitude of gratitude toward God and the people that God loves. I have been blessed on occasion to see one of God's saints on earth model that type of life for me and others. As I thought through this this week, I was specifically reminded of one of my seminary professors. I had traveled with him and his wife to Ethiopia in 2011 and a team of others to teach at a Bible college. He was supposed to go back the next year. I ended up going in his stead because he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Fourteen months later, he was gone. Although he was forced into a reduced role immediately, he somehow did what he could, a surprisingly amount, and maintained an amazing and positive demeanor. Even in the midst of his losing battle as the disease took its toll, I know of no one, not even his wife, that ever heard him complain about it. Instead, this is a quote from him. I have zero fear for myself, but an intense, eager anticipation to be with Jesus and to enjoy worshiping in his presence. My only concern is for my family. He modeled Paul's faith and gratitude for the salvation of Christ, and he shared it with everyone that he met. He was grateful. Of course, the question is, how are you and I going to consider sharing gratitude in progress? Some of you, some of us, are amid great trials and suffering. Paul reminds us that God and his salvation are eternal and outlasting of whatever our circumstances are here. And that it exceeds beyond anything we could even hope for in this world. In the midst of his suffering, Paul writes to Timothy and others, encouraging them and through them us. How might you or I try to live into that and express gratitude for the ongoing work of God in our lives 
and in the lives of saving others. Others are somewhere further along in the process. We've received blessings from God, although our journey is certainly likely not finished. We may yet have a long way to go. Indeed, the church is in the very work ongoing of trying to sit, continue to preach God's message of salvation to the world. We have a long way to go. But how are we stopping along the way and giving gratitude in progress? Coming back to Christ's feet like the leper in worship and with thanksgiving. As we begin our stewardship season, it may be helpful for each of us to reflect upon these gifts we've been given by God. Our very life, our salvation, and numerous other blessings, tangible and intangible, along the way. I encourage you to consider how in the midst of whatever circumstances you are in, that you might use your time, your talents, or your treasures as a means of expressing gratefulness to God for who he is, what he has done in your life, and what he yet wants to do in the life of others. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.